Hi guys, I hope that you're all well. Welcome to another episode of Stop Sweeping Under the Carpet. So, spring is in the air. It's absolutely a beautiful day today actually. Um, So I hope that you're really enjoying your day too and making the most of this beautiful weather. Now, um, today I wanted to discuss um, diversity, equity and inclusion with regards to domestic abuse um, awareness or visibility within the workplace. Um, So let's just start off with diversity, I think. Yes, because I think um, people, there are a lot of people out there who believe that domestic abuse only happens to women um, and simply that isn't the case, which, you know, which is something that I've said before in, in my previous podcasts. We know that one in four women are affected by um, domestic abuse in their lifetime and one in six men would also be affected by domestic abuse in their lifetime as well. Um, so I think not just for employers, but, you know, society as a whole need to recognise the different types of people who will be affected by domestic abuse, but are not um, talked about as much as, you know, when the media refers to domestic abuse, they they talk about it with regards to, you know, a woman being abused by someone, by an intimate partner, actually. Yeah, that's what they, they mostly say. I mean, my own personal experience of psychological um, abuse were perpetrated upon me by my siblings. So, I mean, there in itself goes to show that, you know, it's not just one type of, you know, this, you know, this theory that it's just one type of or group of people in a heterosexual relationship. So I just wanted to mention um, a couple of other um, incidences, not incidences, what should I say, other groups of people who will be affected by domestic abuse that are not talked about. And this is where diversity and inclusion comes into play and also how we treat these people as well. So, um, you know, as I said to you before, heterosexual relationships, those in the LBGTQ plus relationships, gay um, relationships, there's elder abuse as well. There's also sibling abuse as well. you know, and also forced marriages and arranged marriages, you know, and those from minority um, my minority groups of people. And I think for, I mean, a lot has been said about, you know, those in the um, black community, black and brown community who culturally do not talk about things um you know those sort of things within the, within the family are, are not going to step up, and and I think also the fact that they, you know, the stereotype thing or this myth that you know black women are strong, so you know um, they'll be able to tolerate abusive relationships and, and things like that, which is absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, I mean how, I mean all those groups of people should be tre- treated with um should be talked about or discussed also openly um because they are affected by domestic abuse um and i think it's important for us as a society to realize that and if you are in the workplace you know for those employers you know it's, it's interesting because um on saturday i i, I decided to bite the bullet and, and go out into my local community and I wanted to speak to, um, you know, small businesses 
to find out exactly what they have in place, if they've had any have anything in place or you know do they raise awareness with regards to domestic abuse and simply also because you know we know that during covid you know domestic abuse was actually put in the spotlight so you know they would have workers employees you know teams who would have been affected during lockdown because you know everyone was had resorted to working from home you know and you know we've been given the option of working um at home or in the office or you know that hybrid type of working but have they actually stopped to think that you know someone could be at home with their you know living with their perpetrator have they stopped to think that that may not be the safe place that everyone seems to think you know for them and for many people who are um, affected by domestic abuse the workplace is actually the safest place for them to be so you know i you know i can't even stop to think how they would have been terrified to think well i've got to stay at home with my my perpetrator um you know constantly looking over my shoulder you know and i don't think well not a matter of i don't think i i probably know that you know that employers haven't thought that through so going back to what i was saying earlier you know i'd gone out to into the community i you know, there's this, this shop or this, you know, storefront that I pass all the time, you know, hadn't really gone in there, don't know what the demographics are like in that particular, in that particular business. However, I walked in there and immediately I saw a group of, um, what should I say, middle-aged and over men um, towards the back of the, of the, of the office. Um, I mean, it was a Saturday, so maybe it wasn't a full staff but there are about I would say about five or six men and one female so initially I went in there to ask something on on a personal issue and then I said oh I'm you know I'm just doing some sort of market research within the air in the area with regards to um, domestic abuse and awareness and and so forth and asked whether they discuss or have raised awareness or the visibility of domestic abuse within their workplace and do you know what you know this gentleman who was maybe I don't know over 60 I think because it was an established um, business they'd been there for nearly what 50 years or something like that 47 years Um, he looked at me as if to say you know I was talking another language and so I said to him you know um you know, in the in the in this particular area, this is a borough that has a high rate of um, domestic abuse. You know, in comparison to other you know other boroughs, this is in within the top ten. You know, have you had this conversation with your with your team? You know, because he actually looked as if he was one of the, the associate managers or, or something like that. I'm just speculating here, um, but yeah, he did look at, at me as if I was talking another language and if to say well no so he said well you know I don't think we need that here um you know I think you know that topic is more for bigger companies you know more corporate companies so you know of course straight away you know that look on his face you know led me to believe that is something that he's really not interested in you know or maybe just wanted to get back to whatever it was that he was doing with his colleagues um so but you know that it was an it was interesting to see um simply because his his response that is you know because I did say to him you know if one of your colleagues came to you and said um 
you know, disclose to you that they were a victim of domestic abuse, you know, what would be your response? And I must say, he 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 was a bit flummoxed by by the question. Um, and I guess it's just something that they hadn't really thought about. And I think also because, you know, they're um, older um, Caucasian men. And, you know, I said, you know, other than the fact that, you know, if someone was abused, if they were abused physically, you could see the signs. But what if they uh, were abused in a different in a different way, you know, emotionally, psychologically, you know, or financially? Do you know what I mean? In a different way. You know, would you know what to do if someone disclosed to you that they were abused? And you know, you know, I, I guess the answer really was was no. Um, so, you know, I, I did go on to say, well, you know, would you be interested in, um, you know, having sort of like a lunch and learn, so I can, you know, tell you a little bit more about, you know, domestic abuse within the workplace because, you know, it's something that um, you should be aware of, and. You know, the answer was a polite no, um, which, again, I said, you know, I wasn't really quite surprised at that. Um, so I, I walked away. I said, thank you. Obviously, thank you for your time and, and so forth. So I, I walked away and, you know, reflected on, on that particular conversation because prior to going to them, I, I, I went to another business and um, there was definitely a lot of more female members of staff but the, there was an, only an acting line manager at this particular establishment. And obviously, you know, I wanted to talk to the main manager. But I, I gave her, um, you know, I told the woman, you know, the, man, the acting manager what it was I wanted to discuss with the manager. And does she think that this would be something that, you know, the organisation may benefit from? So she said, you know, she'll have a word with, the, with her manager when, you know, they come back on Monday and um, let me know. So... I mean, today's Wednesday. I haven't heard anything, but I will definitely be chasing that up. Um, so, yeah, so that's interesting because she, I mean, she did actually say that they do have their own in-house training with regards to abuse. And I can see where she was coming from because because they're customer facing, she was talking about verbal abuse. Um, so they have training as to, you know, if a customer comes in and starts shouting off, they can't get an appointment or why is it taking so long? I guess they're trained into how to how to manage that situation. But, you know, clearly, you know, there was nothing with regards to domestic abuse. Um, so, yeah, that would be interesting for me to have a conversation with that manager. So, yeah, I mean, again, so going back to um, the main topic of, you know, this podcast, it's about diversity, um, equity and inclusion that, you know, how do you deal, you know, how do you, how would you deal with a disclosure? What is domestic abuse? Would you even know the signs? And that's what I'm all about, wanting to go into um, offices, you know, employers, businesses, organisations um, who should actually have something in place. And, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll go on about this until probably until the cows come home, until, you know, someone just gets sick and tired of me. But, you know, in order to get results, one has to keep on, you know, keep persisting. And, you know, and I don't think the workplace is actually doing enough. And, you know, the the, the numbers that I've quoted pre- on previous equation, sorry, occasions, sorry, I've got braces in, I've got these new braces in and, you know, I'm really struggling to talk here sometimes. It's, it's really weird. But um, yeah, um, sorry, I've lost my train of thought now. Yeah, um, more actually does need to be done because 
you know, in the UK alone, you know, businesses lose up to, what is it, 2.7 billion a year in domestic abuse related incidences. And, you know, and again, only 5% of employers have um, policies in place, you know. So I, I would have thought that they would want to do more to raise the visibility of domestic abuse and how they can help their employees because it will benefit them in not just in terms of cost, how much it's costing them, but in terms of employee retention and employee performance and employee productivity. And also, you know, you know, there's a lot being talked about employee engagement. I think I'll use I'll, I'll do um, a podcast on that employee engagement. Yeah. So if if one is saying that employees feel more safe within the workplace, you know, that's their safe haven, then, you know, why aren't why why aren't employers doing more to to support them? You know, because once they leave the workplace, you know, they're on their way back home, you know, or even stalking or even harassment. You know, how can they support their employees um, in terms of, you know, improving their um, experience? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, it's an ongoing conversation which I, I'm happy to have all day long because, you know, the benefits of implementing domestic abuse visibility and awareness in the workplace is huge. And I don't understand why employees are afraid of it. I mean, we're not, I'm as I said to you before, I'm not asking you as if you're an employer, you know, to be experienced or anything like that, I, you know, um, just to have someone in the work, a nominated person who's been trained um, or even, you know, to signpost someone who, who who is affected by domestic abuse, but more importantly, to have a culture where it's not a taboo subject because it, you know, it's interesting because, you know, not too long ago, we didn't talk about cancer or anything like that. I mean, even we're talking about, about menopause in the workplace. So why are we not talking about domestic abuse? I really don't understand, especially when the figures are so high, you know, and um, what is happening, you know, to women and girls, violence against women and girls um, of late. Why why isn't this being discussed? Why aren't employers wanting to do more? So, you know, my company, I'm not a consultant, my company is called The E-Bridge and that's one of the things that we specialise in. We create visibility in the workplace and awareness for you as an employer to recognise the signs. But having said that, what about you as employees? If why not why are you not asking your or there's no reason really actually why you can't ask your employer if they have something in place? Is there a policy um in place? Um, you know, is there you know, is there a working document? Is there a charter? I mean it doesn't even have to be a policy policy. It could just be a charter that the company adheres to and how they will support and safeguard and signpost their employees if if someone, you know, discloses domestic abuse to them. So with with that said, you know, um, if you are an employer listening to this podcast, I am happy to have a conversation with you to raise the visibility and awareness of domestic abuse in the workplace. If you are an employee, you know, and 
you know, why not ask your employer, you know, do they have something in place? Um, you know, or if you are an employee who is suffering um, from the effects of domestic abuse, there are agencies out there, definitely, there are agencies out there, but, you know, I'm happy to have a conversation with you. Um, no one should be suffering alone. Yes, we there are different types of abuse, but it still impacts, you know, it still has that detrimental impact on you and your, your well-being. And, you know, if your well-being is not good or healthy, then you can't perform. So with that said, thank you again so much for listening. Please do comment or email me. Um, I'm happy to have a talk with you or a chat with you. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.